Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Namaste, brothers and sisters of love. This is Alec Vishal Rubin here to welcome you back to another insightful download from the Yoga Revealed podcast. Today, I am so excited to introduce to you a sister that I met while present at Boulder, Colorado's Hanuman Festival this past June, Bibi McGill, a mover and a shaker that is peeling back all veils of illusion in regards of what is being thrown to us by the mass news, revealing only what is true, which is love, love of this present moment and love for ourselves. I just try to tell people to... Spend more time with yourself alone. Learn what your own energy feels like without having a bunch of people always in it. So you don't know who you are. Spend more time by yourself. Learn to get comfortable with yourself. BB speaks an amount of truth that is to be connected with, and we are here to share it with you. We hope to see you next year at Hanuman Festival in Boulder, Colorado, with fellow world-renowned yogis, teachers, and influencers of the heart. Buy your tickets for an early bird pass at HanumanFestival.com. Enjoy this episode of the Yoga Revealed podcast with B.B. McGill. Namaste, Yoga Revealed podcast. This is Alec Bashal Rubin coming live to you from Boulder, Colorado. I'm so excited to be on site at the Hanuman Festival, and you might be hearing some spiritual kirtan, collective consciousness, community vibes in the background. So enjoy that as we're tuning in to today's interview. And I'm so excited and truly honored to be able to sit across from a beautiful radiant woman named Bibi McGill. Bibi, thank you so much for taking some time on this beautiful blue sunny Colorado day to share your heart with us. Thank you, Alec. Thank you for uh, even uh Thank you for the invitation. Absolutely, sister. So good. So, you know, one of the first questions that we always love to ask, and I know we got a little bit of time to drop in and create some transmission of 
what yoga is to you and how it's inspired you in your life. So first question is, how did yoga first reveal itself to you? Well, I had heard about yoga. You know, I grew up in Denver, Colorado. Uh, I'm a little bit older than I look. So back then, you know, there wasn't a lot of yoga being done. I'd heard about it, didn't know really what it was. I was really busy pursuing my music career in, in high school and college. Eventually moved to California, was working there a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And one day I quit my job. And as I'm sitting at home, not having anywhere to be, I was like, oh, I'm going to do yoga. I'm going to do these things that I've always wanted to do but didn't have time. So I went and I signed up for a free yoga class in Santa Monica, California, because I was living there at the time. I went in, took the class, not knowing what it was, even being a little bit scared and nervous. This is 1996. And when I came out of that class, my eyes were wide open. I, I pretty much floated back to my car. And in my head, I'm just going, that was real. That was powerful. And that is something that's always going to be a priority in my life. That I remember very clearly exactly what I said to myself. I made that commitment to myself. And it just changed my life. And it has been a priority in my life ever since. Wow. Can you speak to what about when life has gotten maybe, gosh, hard to the point where you were maybe almost feeling like you wanted to run away to, to some extent? Have you ever felt oh. like getting back on the mat was actually harder at times? Can you speak to that frequency? I will speak to that. I'm, you know, being a water sign, I'm a Scorpio. Mm. And in my Vedic side, sign, I'm a triple water sign. Woo. So I'm very, very sensitive. Um, also very strong. So there have been times, definitely I wanted to quit. Like, I feel. And I had to learn the balance. You know, I'm also a very disciplined person. So... I do a lot of practices and I do a lot of yoga because I'm storing up energy for myself, that life force energy, so that those times when I am down and I hit the ground, sometimes you need to stay there, you know, and I had to decide, is this a day that I need to get up and go and be on my mat, which was a lot of times yes, and a lot of times it was no, you need to stay right here and be gentle with yourself and take care of yourself. You don't have to go, 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 go all the time. You don't have to do, 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 do all the time. So that's something that everybody has to decide for themselves and decide what is pushing your edge and what is being lazy, you know, and what is self-care and self-love and what is being irresponsible. So I know that I do a lot and I do a lot to draw energy onto myself. So I'm very full. And when I get to a place where I'm down, it's usually for me, I need to take a break, and mm, that's okay. Mm, mm. Speaking of taking a break, <laughs> you know, you've had a, like, I don't know, if some, some people don't know, but you used to tour with Beyonce for 10 years. Yes. So a very long time. Yes. That's a big book of <laughs> life that is on the shelf that now you're like, wow, look at this new book right. that I'm opening that is so inspiring. We'll call that one Yoga. Right. So can you tell us about what was it like to tour as a yogi in heart and then eventually being like wow I need to like transition this part of my life that is maybe not in core alignment mm -hmm. with my own truth of how mm -hmm. I want to serve mm -hmm. yeah maybe mm -hmm. it was a lot of fun and you met a lot of beautiful people and you changed a lot of lives mm -hmm. you participated in changing a lot of lives and that's beautiful service oh, of its own man. so but 
and not but and 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 real important to have mindfulness of but versus and when sure. speaking and I think you got my intention of this uh, portal that I want to go down yeah. into so I'm just gonna pass it over to thank you thank yeah. you uh, let me give give everyone the listeners a little bit of history I started doing yoga in 1996 I was a musician at this time struggling working hard in LA I got finally my first break in 2001 playing with Pink. I toured with Pink. And then I toured with a huge band from Chile called La Ley for three, three years. And then I toured with Paulo Nerubio for a year and a half. So I was already touring. I was already doing yoga for many years before I started touring at a high level. Um, I got teacher's training in 2004. I started teaching yoga in 2006. In 2006, or I started teaching yoga in 2005. 2006 I got the gig with Beyonce okay so I walked into this high level of touring this music industry mentality already having a tool you know that grounded me so throughout that yoga was very important to me uh, keeping my practice while I was touring was very important to me I was always talking to the people I worked with about yoga so during my time with Beyonce it's like well I'm gonna practice my yoga you know, when we get to a new town or a new city where we're doing a concert, we land at the hotel. I go in and I say, concierge, where's the, new, the nearest yoga place? And I go do yoga because that's a priority. It's a priority for me to go and find a health food market or a vegan restaurant. And they are everywhere. You can't tell me that you can't be vegan if you're on the road. Bolivia, I found vegan restaurants. Argentina, <laughs> I found vegan restaurants. Italy. Italy, you can find it. So that was my priority. Um, however, you know, being with Beyonce for almost 10 years, yeah, the first six years, you know, it, well, this is what I'm going to say. Toured with Beyonce for, for almost 10 years, and it was difficult because I had to be on, or you're expected to be on and keep up a certain pace all the time, especially when you're touring with someone like her. And it was very difficult, especially being the lead guitarist and musical director. So after six years... Um, we were on a break and I got a call saying, Hey, BB, we're going back on tour. Are you available? And I'm thinking, Oh God, I'm going back to war again. <laughs> yes, I'm available. The next question was, Hey, also, we noticed that when everybody else is stressed out, you're peaceful and we think it has something to do with, you know, your lifestyle and that yoga. We were wondering if you would share that with us on this next tour. So I went from being like, I'm going back to war to, yes, right? I was like stoked. I'm like, but it took six years. You know, I don't force my lifestyle on people. I don't force my ideals on people. I live by example. They asked me. So the next tour, you know, was the Mrs. Carter tour and then followed by the Jay-Z and Beyonce tour. I got to share my lifestyle. I got to share essential oils. You know, we did juice fast on the road. They allowed me to be in charge of the riders to, to where I made it on the rider to where every venue we played at everywhere in the world, the whole crew would have a juicing station and a smoothie station, everything, kale, spinach, all the fruits, all the vegetables. But the band in our dressing room also had our own juice station and smoothie station. Yes. It changed the whole vibe. And after those two tours were done... I knew I had given, I knew, I'm like, oh, oh, I'm done. I'm done. Like, this contract's over. I gave what I'm supposed to give. I'm going to, I'm going to do full-time yoga now. And I'm going to take this knowledge that I've learned for all these years, from 2001 to 2015, 
and I'm going to take it and, and I want to choose who I'm going to be surrounded by. I want to choose people that understand my conversations about health and wellness and spirituality and the earth, you know, instead of being the only one that's like sharing with everybody else. I need to be fed too. So here I am. I'm now teaching yoga all over the world. I'm sharing vibrational medicine. My platform of vibrational medicine is movement, which is yoga. It's the sound current, which is music. Um, it's empowerment, which is speaking. And it's plant medicine, which is tea ceremony. I do tea ceremony, Chinese tea ceremony. Mm. And I share with people about plants and food and making your own mm. beauty and bath products and cleaning products and tinctures. And that's just what I love. But it's this platform that has allowed me to have a beautiful life, you know, I'm so blessed. So blessed. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much for that beautiful synopsis of um, touring and dropping into creating and just offering your entire life to the people that you were touring with, where for them, some of them, I'm sure that was completely foreign. Absolutely. Yes, yes. Absolutely. So, wow. So, you know, something that was coming up for me towards the end, you said how, you know, I got to be nourished. And that that was a part of you being like, you know what? I'm going to teach. I'm going to share this medicine that has transformed my life with the collective. So here's my question to you to reflect it back. When you feel like you need um, to receive more yogic transmission, yes, we can receive the transmission from spirit, from God, from universe, whatever word people want to replace so they can experience comfort in. That's Mm -hmm. totally cool. Mm -hmm. What about when you maybe want to receive the yogic transmission from someone who has studied more and longer perhaps than you, a.k.a. who's your teacher? Do you have a teacher? Do you have someone that you seek out when you want to study from? What's that journey like for you? You know, I haven't really found that yet. I will say that when people ask me, do I have a mentor? I don't have a mentor, not because I don't want one, but I'm also not seeking one. I I feel Mm. like if I'm supposed to have one, that's going to show up for me. Uh, I I respect greatly my teacher, Paul Dalligan, um, who also by this time has been, was a student of Toby Joyce for almost 25 years. Yeah. Um, I really respect his ethic. Other than that, what I've learned is what yoga teaches us, just about all philosophies of spirituality, especially going back to African spirituality, mm. is that the, everything is already in us that we need. And it's reflected back to us through nature, through the wind, through the leaves, through other people. So I understand if some people need to seek a guru or someone to help them. But I, that's already in me. So it's a priority for me to remember that and to stand in my power and to always be seeking the answers inside of myself Mm. because I already know, but we have to be open to exercising that muscle. We have, we're born with, you know, psychic intuitive, um, tools, you know, we don't have to look outside of ourselves. We, the truth is in us. So that's what I do. But I'm, I, when I see the truth in other areas and other people, I receive that too. It's all about the truth. It's not about where it comes from. Truth, truth. So how do you share truth with somebody that may not be open to it? Well, you know, I live by example. You know, obviously uh, that's what came up for my touring group. I, for me, it's important to be vulnerable, transparent, and authentic. To be real, true, and sincere. Just just be a real person. I'm not up here above anybody. Totally. You know, I'm also not below anyone's feet. 
So I'm just going to be me. Uh, if I feel like being upset and hurt and if I need to put someone in their place and maintain my boundaries and if you need to get cussed out, you might get cussed out, okay? If I need to cry and be depressed and be in bed for a few weeks, I'm going to do that too. I, we just we need to be more real and stop trying to put these ideals on ourselves that other people make up, okay? Projections. Projections. I'm just going to be me and I'm going to let you see me how I am. I'm not going to pretend. And if, if you're not ready to receive my perspective and what is truthful to me, that's okay. I'm not going to force it on you, but I'm also not going to stop using my voice to speak truth and to live it. it because it is my truth. It may not be yours. Mm, thank you for that. In the amount of years that you've been practicing, what's one of the greatest truths that you feel yoga has brought forth of how you see yourself and how you see this world? Well, there's so many, but I, I guess the one that I would say would be, it might be obvious to people or cliche, but everything's vibration. Mm. Everything's vibration. Mm. Say more, say more. You know, I mean, it's, everything's energy. You know, our words, our thoughts, um, we have to be mindful of, the things we say, our conversations, the people we surround ourselves with, we have to be mindful of the self-talk uh, because that's all like either adding energy that's going to lift you up and help you to expand or it's going to take away from your energy and drain you. And I just, I really try to be conscious and aware of that. And no matter how many years I've been practicing, that's something I still need to be aware of and I can always improve. Always. Always. Uh, you know, whether it's switching from hair products that have mostly natural chemicals <laughs> or mostly natural ingredients yeah. to making my own that are completely Ooh. natural. People are like, well, why do you want to do that? Well, be, why not? <laughs> yeah. Because it's going to raise my I energy like, yeah. field. Mm. And I don't need a lot of sleep. Mm. I don't need a lot of sleep because I cultivate life force energy from the universe. Yes. You know, yes. I, all I need is six hours is good, but I can do it's three or four, right? Yeah. Water, get out in the water a day, right? Yeah. Right. I get that 9.5 <laughs> pH water only, always high potency there you go. water frequency. Absolutely. So, you know, speaking of, um, yeah, prana and energy in this regard, um, how has nutrition been a big player in maybe not needing X amount of sleep or feeling like, uh, you know, yeah, just let's speak to nutrition and how nutrition has shown up in your life as a yogi as you've moved more into mindfulness. Beautiful. Well, you know, food is energy too. And when I did my teacher's training in 2004, my teacher required that before we even come to the actual training in Thailand that we adopt a vegetarian life so we can know what it's like to live a yogic life. I took it a step further and I decided to be vegan. So, and I decided to eliminate alcohol from my diet, um, from my lifestyle. So I immediately felt a difference. Immediately. No alcohol, which is a depressant. Mm -hmm. And eating vegan food, but live, living food. So you can eat dead food, whether it's animals, and I'm not judging anyone. Everyone does their own, what they need to do. But you're eating dead flesh and carcasses, or you're eating food that has been overcooked to the point where it has no vibration, yeah. 
right? So immediately nutrition, um, we have to be aware of, are we putting high vibrational foods in our body or that are going to add to our energy? Are we eating food that's dead, overcooked, um, maybe hybrid or obviously GMO? You know, you're going to notice the difference when you just play around with your food a little bit. You know, and once again, some people can do certain diets and certain fasts and some people can do fruits and some people need to eliminate sugar from their body. You you need to speak to a professional, uh, a professional nutritionist, Ayurvedic specialist, uh, homeopathic doctor, and work with somebody who knows what they're doing, but then also learn to learn from your own body and learn how different foods and different um, supplements and superfoods affect your own body. Mm, thank you They're for very that. important. Thank you for that. I agree. They are very important. I've only been practicing yoga and teaching yoga the last eight years. I'm a total baby, and I feel that I've stepped into more attention to my nutrition and what's come into my life and my vessel over the last three years and then taking it seriously the last year and a half. Beautiful. Being much more... Um, tuned in to how food feels. Yes. Like, really, like, I'm it's testing you. in, like, testing my muscles. Muscle testing. I think muscle testing is awesome. Beautiful. I don't know if anyone's about that, but I don't know if you're familiar with muscle I'm testing. I'm familiar with it. I haven't gotten into that yet. Cool. But you can talk I'll share something after we're yeah. not recording. But, sure. um, you know, something else that's coming up for me, I wanted to ask you, I know we're running low on our time, so what is one of the lessons that teaching yoga has taught you? It kind of goes back to the same thing I've been saying. Yeah. Be myself. Mm. Be myself. I, I'm good. I, I'm good, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like, I don't... I think in the yoga world today, people have this cult of personality of what a yoga teacher is supposed to be like. Like, they're supposed to walk on stage like some rock star and, and speak like a radio announcer. And, and I would see that and go... Mm, I don't do that. Like, I don't do that. And should I be doing that? And But no, I shouldn't be doing that because that's not me. So I'm just going to go and teach how I teach. And I think people, my the students that are drawn to my class, whether they know me or not, they're drawn there for a reason. Absolutely. And it's And it's because they appreciate exactly who I am. I get so many compliments on... I really appreciate your voice, the tone of your voice. Um, I really appreciate your demeanor. And I'm just like, I'm just being myself, but I'm so grateful that people appreciate this. So it's humility. It's um, just being comfortable with who I am. But I'm also always wanting to learn more, you know, so that I can share more and be live more integrity in my own lifestyle, but also with what I share. Because you can't share what you're not practicing. Mm, got to practice what you teach and That's teach right. what you practice. Right, right. Absolutely. So what would you say to someone who is trying to learn how to be more of themselves, knowing that everyone else is already taken? Right. <laughs> like um, this comes up a lot. Uh, you know, this is, this. a lot of people, they don't know who they are. Sure. They're very detached because we are taught from a very young age to dis- disassociate ourselves from our emotions and our feelings. And we always have someone telling us, you need to go and you need to 
grow up, you need to be this way and get married and go to college and, and this path that is not realistic. It's not even healthy. Um, I, I just try to tell people to spend more time with yourself alone. Yeah. Learn what your own energy feels like without having a bunch of people always in it. So you don't know who you are. Spend more time by yourself. Learn to get comfortable with yourself. And go deep inside and find your highest joy. What's your highest joy? You know, learn to separate what is yours and what is someone else's. And it just... I know it sounds deep, and it is deep, but it's Mm -hmm. really just... If you really want to be happy, you're going to look at yourself and you're going to love yourself more and you're going to start to want to bring out more of your qualities and release other people's stuff that is not yours. I've really been tuning into how the capacity at which I fill in the blank, I love myself, I respect myself, whatever, the capacity at which I love myself is a direct reflection of my capacity to be able to love you completely. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's yeah. it's true and yeah. Mm. I'm not saying it's easy. No. <laughs> Hell no. It's, it's <laughs> it takes just practice. You got to love yourself. Yeah. Just remind yourself. And it's yourself. affirmation, you know, cuz I remember when I first years ago, like 8 years ago, I looked in the mirror and I said to myself, I love myself. I love you. I love you. Like, I love you, Alec. Whoa. It was strong. And then I did it the second time, and I was like, this is awkward. Oh, this is weird. <laughs> oh, God. And the third time I cried. You know, I'll never forget beautiful. that. It was beautiful. And that started that journey for me. Yeah. Man, you know, one, one, one more question, sister. You're so, good. the um, one of the last questions we always love to ask is a golden nugget of truth. Something that you would love to offer to listeners, whether they be yogis, whether they're whatever, to humans. That are listening to this mm-hmm. as they are meant to right now. Hear mm-hmm. these words as they are meant to. What is a golden nugget that you would love to offer to our Yoga Revealed podcast community? Yeah, I want to. I want to try to phrase this. It's very important to me, and it's very important for um, the continued existence and evolution of us as humans. Is that we have to be truthful with ourselves. And realize that pretty much everything we've learned all our lives is a lie. You know, from the time we're born, we're taught lies and conditioning. You know, then we go to school and we're in school all day from kindergarten up through high school, if we get that far, in college, if we go that far. And we're being taught a lot of lies that are brainwashing to where we forget who we are. We forget who our ancestors were and where they came from. And this is by design. This is a systematic brainwashing that I'm not going to get into conspiracies because it's, 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 this is very simple. We need to be able to realize our government is lying to us. Our media is lying to us. Okay? So, look at this. Do you want to really know the truth? Then you have to be willing to unlearn everything you've learned and relearn the truth you just have to otherwise we're going to keep going down this path 
you know, they're putting poison in our food, in our water, in the sky. What, you're just going to sit here and ignore it and act like it's not happening? No, it is happening. You know, this whole systemic racism, race was created to separate us. We are separated, okay? Well, the only way we're going to come together is to realize that this is all a lie. And to realize, go back and learn what the truth is. Even if it, it blows your whole mind and destroys everything that you've ever believed. Be willing to unlearn the lies and relearn the truth. Otherwise, this whole, oh, um, I'm a yogi it's and I'm Maya. spiritual... It's the illusion. It's, it's illusion. And if I'm not wanting to look past this veil and see the truth, my yoga practice is nothing. Truth. Okay? Mm. That's it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that seed of pulling, or the, for the intention of pulling the veil back so we can really see a little more of maybe what some of us aren't wanting to acknowledge. Mm-hmm. And dropping into that awakening mm-hmm. and I, uh, I appreciate you so much sister and our Yoga Revealed podcast community also appreciates you thank you Alec bless you for what you're doing what you're sharing uh, blessings all the love namaste namaste yogis thank you so much for listening to this concentrated download with BB McGill you can find BB traveling through the world sharing her wisdom at bbmcgill.com until next time, my friends, stay in love with this moment. Your brother Alec Shaw Rubin is sending you love from Colorado. Namaste. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com.